Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, Paso Robles, California. Do you live near it? You should come to the Tooth and Nail Winery this Saturday while I'll be performing with Alex Kahn. It's a comedy night at a winery. I mean, you can you ask for anything more? That sounds amazing. Sophia Theater in uh, Sacramento, California. One night, one show. Sacramento, here I am. Sophia, S-O-F-I-A, theater. Little small theater in Sacramento on a Thursday night. Tickets are cheap, eight o'clock. You'll be home by ten. I don't so don't start crying about a Thursday night. I can't. I gotta work the next day. Just you'll get a good night's rest. Then I go to hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas. There's a lot of people already texting me about this show, and I'm so happy that I love Fort Worth and this club. So I'll be there on March 19th through the 21st. Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas. Bye bye. know it. It's Ozzy Osbourne. Crazy Train. Solo Ozzy, not Black Sabbath Ozzy. That is uh, Crazy Train. One, I think it's off Ozzy's first, first solo album. Anyway, the reason we started t- today's podcast off with that is because Ozzy just announced that he has Parkinson's and that's sad news. He did an uh, interview with Sharon Osbourne, his wife, uh, for some British newspaper. And uh, he announced that he has uh, Parkinson's, which I think is something that we kind of already knew. He'd been a little shaky in his hands and his uh, feet, 73 years old, I think. And that's sad news. So, uh, you know, best of best to Ozzy. I'm a fan. I think we all are. I think we all loved him, you know, on the Osbournes. How, how, you know, let's not forget how fun that show was when it first came out. And he was hilarious on it. And, you know, and he's Ozzy. He's the guy from, you know, uh, solo stuff like Crazy Train and Black Sabbath and all that. Um, so th- we'll start off with that. That's sad news. And I, and uh, all the best to Ozzy. Good luck to him. I hope he uh, is able to, you know, get recovered from that or whatever you do with Parkinson's. I don't know if you do recover, but hopefully he'll be able to have it, keep it maintained. Maintain quality yeah. of life. Thank you, Alex. Quality of life. Uh, I often say it's, it, thank God we live in America on this podcast. You know, I say, thank God we live in America. And then I'll go on to tell a story about some horrible thing that happened in a country where it probably wouldn't happen uh, necessarily here. Here's today's. A man died after being slashed by a razor attached to a rooster 
during a cockfight in India. A victim, 55-year-old Sarapali Ven Kaswada Rao, was at the animal death match in Pragavata village on January 17th when one of the birds jerked free from the handler and slashed him in the stomach with the razor. So the cockfight, he was about to, the cock, you know, rooster cock, was yeah. about to go into a fight. I don't know how it was, had a razor? They put a uh, little like uh, razors cuffs. on their feet. Yeah, they put these little cuffs on the their feet, and they have razors that poke out. So it's it so they adds can kill to the, the other rooster. Yeah, it adds to the blood sport of it. I think too. Oh, okay. Well, this one got loose, and that razor went and slashed Sarapali Vakashwara, well, and he died. So that I mean, where did this happen? This. What do you think? India. I mean, it's, Mexico's every, a very plausible well, answer. Yeah, but every, every one of these ones, that we, I feel like it's India, you know, when, when the elephants attack or uh, cockfights were outlawed in India in 1960, but remain popular in some areas of the country, according to the report. Fighters groom birds in the country, feeding them protein-rich diets and giving them steroids. Oh, that's like kind of what we do here for our football players. Yeah. Same, uh, same thing. I thought you were going to say for our food. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's that. So we do that to chickens yeah, too. Yeah, just... yeah, yeah. But I mean, I feel like we do that to our, you know, football players. Isn't yeah. it the same thing? They're protein rich diets, give them steroids and then send them out there to just kill each other. Yeah. That's uh that's sport. You uh, want to. must be, and the Super Bowl's coming up. We got yeah. a Super Bowl coming up. It's Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl in two weeks. So that was it. Fighters groom the birds, uh, protein-rich diets, and giving them steroids so they grow large and can cause more damage in the cockfighting ring. Um, and that's it. That's just, that's a sad story if you're into cockfighting. If you're and a you cock go to the fan, game, that's, yeah, that's hard. And you go to a cockfight, and you're standing on the side. <laughs> the game? Just, you, know, you, finally, you finally got good seats, the cockfight. You know, you're like, oh, finally. You know, I got, went to StubHub, and there was some pretty you know, seats available for this cockfight. And he got right up close. And the fuck, all next thing you know, you're like, what the hell? This cock is coming at me with a razor blade. And then the cock cuts your stomach open. You're like, oh, motherfucking Jesus, you dirty cock. I came here for a nice afternoon of cockfighting. And now my gut is is cut wide open. And I'm going to bleed to death here at this cockfight. And that's, you know, I know I have a lot of female female listeners on this podcast, and I think you girls can all attest. Stay away from, from dirty cocks, you know? You, got, you guys, that's something you could probably tell people better than I can, you know? Like, if you see a cock coming at you with a razor blade, fuck, steer clear. Steer clear. Nobody wants to, you know, to, to, to be killed by a cock. And many people have been, whether mm-hmm. you know it or not. Yeah. You've been slowly, a lot of people have been slowly killed by cock. Over the years. Death of a thousand cocks. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. So that's that's sad story. The, I mean, the biggest story right now, I think, in all, in all the world, is the fact that Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston like ran into each other in a hallway at the SAG Awards on Sunday. Uh, people are like losing their fucking minds the fact that two 50-ish something adults who have kind of seemed to have buried the hatchet whatever they went through after their divorce, which was many years ago. Yeah, it's been a point. while. Yeah, it's been a while. They've both remarried since and then divorced again since. So what, So whatever case may be, they're both nominated in in the award season this year. She's being nominated for, for a TV show that she has on Apple TV called Network or something like that. A morning show, I think it is. And then, uh, and then Brad Pitt, of course, nominated for his role in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So that he wins, she. I think they both won, and they run into each other. As I'm sure they probably run into each other a lot, a lot along yeah. the way. They they're always probably in the same restaurants and things like that. But this one was on a red carpet, and they wind up touching each other's hands uh, as they as they as they're leaving to leave each other. Like it's good to see you, good to see you, and a little handhold. And oh my god, it just blew. It's the, it's like the front cover of the like paper. they've never hugged an ex before. Right, yeah. I know. So now people are like, are they going to get back together? Are they? I don't understand why that needs to happen. I mean, there. I think there's a lot of uh, divorced couples who are uh, amicable, you know, and, and can can see each other uh, without beating each other up. So, And this is just another one. Like, there, isn't there, there are others, I think there are other celebrity couples that probably see each other in, in, at award shows, I could think of like I didn't. Uh, I mean, right off the bat, Mark Anthony used to be married to J Lo. Oh no, Ben Affleck yeah. used to date J Lo. I'm sure he sees her. They run, yeah. At, 
certain events, you know, and Mark Anthony too. He used to date like uh, all those people. George Clooney used to date. I don't know. Somebody. It's kind of like you're going to run into someone you used to date at your high school reunion, right? right like it's right. an award ceremony yeah. for their industry. They're at the top I of it. I did. I did. I went to a high school. You ever go to a high school reunion? No, Alex? man. I think my first one is next year. That's 10? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to go? Mm, I don't know. Maybe I don't. So have you heard that whole thing? Maybe Ten, we, like nothing changes though. Everybody does the same shit. Yeah, But I feel like, I think we've talked about this or maybe I talked about it with someone else recently. No one's planning these things anymore because no. they're all keeping up with each other on Facebook. Right. So it takes an actual, maybe I'll plan it. Maybe we're all so going to so a diet bar. Funny you mentioned that because I went to my 30th, which was a couple of years ago. And then recently tried to do a 35th and nobody like, cared nah, and they canceled it. Uh, because there were like there was like twenty twenty people who were interested. It's like thirty we just years saw, ago. I know, and we just saw each other for the thirtieth. Why would we five more years go? Yeah. Let's do it all again. It's not like like everybody got every we all got if it. If half of you dropped dead in the last five years, you'd be like, maybe we should get together and yeah. do a head count. You know? It is but. interesting. I went to mine and I and I had fun. I was enjoying myself. I drove out. I remember I, I was staying in Montauk at the time, and it, it was a last minute thing. I said maybe I'll go to this. I didn't. I didn't sign up early or anything. And I I knew the woman who was running it, and I called her and I said, "Any chance I could come to the reunion tonight? I'll pay you whatever I need to pay you." You know, if I, and she goes, "Oh yeah, we would love it." You know, because I'm a, a international superstar. Yeah. You're... So she goes, "We would love to have you, being a giant star that you are." The only other star that was comparable to the only other per- person that was comparable to my Success. Celebrity. Celebrity. That's a better word. Yeah. I'm sure there's been people successful, but celebrity. It was a kid, uh, this kid named uh, Jimmy Crusher, who was in a Yoohoo commercial in 1984. What about the girl you used to date? What was she it? was a year younger than me. Uh, so not same. Different yeah, class. One year lo- b- below oh, me. Oh, Jimmy Crusher ain't got nothing Jimmy on Chris Crusher Franchola. was in a Yoohoo commercial because his father worked at Yoohoo. And uh, he oh, he popped his head out of the corner of TV and went, Yoohoo. And that was it. And people still talk. Can I can I chime in on Brad and J Lo? Or we were talking about high school reunions. I make I think it's Brad and Jen up J Lo. Yeah, Brad and Jen. Yeah. I'm sorry, okay, Brad and Jen. Go ahead. They both look better than they did when That's, they were younger. Thank you very much They're for saying both that. both single. That was my next thing okay, I was so, going to well, say. Then I'll, I'll get no, out no, of the No, 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 please. Go yeah, ahead. I think that what more of a compelling case do these two have to hook up now than they did before? Like, they're older. They're more successful. Right. They look better. Horrible bosses, Jen, is way better than friends, Jen. He, Horrible bosses, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hollywood. Uh, and that's a, even a long time ago now yeah. for Jen. Yeah. Once she, upon a time in Hollywood is Brad, Pitt Brad is, is back way at his better best. than, yeah, yeah better, than, better than seven. Or, you know, so mm, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. I he mean, was he shredded. He was whooping Bruce yeah, Lee's ass. But he doesn't look as good. He, the best he ever was was pulling off his shirt in uh, Fight Club. In the beginning yeah, of okay. Fight Club. When you first spot him in that Fight Club downstairs, Ed Norton first sees him and he pulls off his shirt. And it's I'll just, give you that. You've but never he also, seen anything so good looking yeah, in your yeah, life. I'll give you that. that. But still. They both look great. They both have aged nicely. Yes, and, totally. You know, like as somebody like you, you go home for the old uh, high school reunion, you right. run into an ex you hook up with. I, they probably don't look as good as those no. exes look. Abs- well, in my case, so, yes, I do. So a lot, that's well, going you do, back yeah. to what we were talking about. I went to the reunion. I drove out. I walk in. And, and honestly, most people looked pretty good. They had their shit together and it was nice to see everybody. And then a girl I dated in high school was there. I won't mention any names, but she was there. And she, you know, doesn't, she's not 18 anymore. That's basically what you, so, but in my head, up until this point where I'd seen her, she had been 18. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know any other, I don't have any other frame of reference to use. To, to to what she looks like. Yeah, you weren't there after the second C-section. No. You don't know. I don't think there was any of that. Oh, I think okay. she only had one kid. So uh, here we are, and and she doesn't look right, but she's coming on strong. Uh-huh. She's divorced. She's like, let's, you know. She's been following along and with I your think, career. Yes, yeah. exactly. And we went to, a, not, not the two of us, but a bunch of people after the thing was over went to a bar. And I couldn't really drink because I had to drive back to Montauk, which is a three-hour three drive. So I was like, oh, I better not drink. And sure enough, she was really, she was going to make that happen. But now it, it would have been like, had I not been, you know, uh, this is a few years back. So had I, if I was, if I was drinking and if I was staying close to the, to the, 
to the hotel to the reunion. I might have th- thought about something just for the whole romantic nostalgic notion, yeah. nostalgic like that Dan Fogelberg song we played in the past, mm-hmm. like something like that, like ran into the old lover in the grooves. I like that seems fun yeah. to me. But so for that reason, I like the Brad Pitt, Jennifer Anderson thing. I don't think they get back together just because I think they're in the same business and they run into each other. It's not that. Yeah. But because nobody gives a shit about the SAG Awards and I think this award seasons generally are becoming less and less of a thing. That's a little sad in a way because I'm a fan of award shows, but I don't think they care. People care much anymore. So they have to find things like that. And 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 fortunately for the SAG Awards, they had that moment because I don't I don't think I heard another thing about about the, the SAG, SAG Awards. Awards outside of those two meeting in the hallway. Um, I didn't hear one other word about it. The uh, I also think it's a little bit too of like it's an award night. It's a night where you focus on the past. Right. You know what I mean? Like you you might be inclined to to walk down memory lane at your high school reunion, but if you run into this girl at a coffee shop when you're in town, you'd be like, eh, good to see you. And you right. keep going, you know, like right. good for, you know, I hope something happened. I hope they hooked up. You, Brad and Jenna, me yeah. and that girl from high school. Yeah, both. No, well, it didn't happen. I'm tired. Okay, I, well, I go back Brad- to my house and, and, and it was, you know, it's just, it's a very dark road heading back to Montauk. I'm glad I had my wits about me to yeah. be honest. So anyway, if anyone was ever gone to a high school reunion, I hope you had fun. I, there was, there was strange thing. There, it was fun. I mean, I think I talked about this before, and now now that I'm mentioning it, it might be. I feel like it sounds familiar to me. But I remember the first hour being there, saying, "Oh, what this is sweet. This is nice." And then by hour two, I was thinking to myself, because these people seemed like they were having a good time, and they all still live in Ronkonkoma or Long Island, where I'm from. They live around that area. Some of them, some of them came moved and went to different places. And some of them are successful in different ways. None of them are like Hollywood people, but they're successful in their own right. And some are not. Some are not. Some are not. So, and some are, you know, there's all different looks. You know, some people look great for, for 50. Some people look like shit. But they were all having fun. They were all like dancing together, laughing. And I'm sitting there. Like a fucking bump on a log at the table. Looking at your phone. <laughs> trying to get back to, you know, like I'd yeah. rather just be back in Montauk, you know, hanging, having a good time out there. And I'm thinking maybe I did it wrong. Maybe I'm the fucking idiot. I think here I am, some fucking, oh, Mr. Big Shot, Hollywood guy. Can't wait to get the fuck out of this stupid thing. And these people are loving life. And I'm the asshole over there trying to get back to what? I don't know, a fucking sloppy tuna in Montauk to have a beer with, you know, listening to... uh uh, whatever fucking song uh, was hot at the time, uh, uh, Daft Punk. Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Uh, stay up all night to get lucky. Yeah, that, I think that <laughs> was around the, the year song that I went. Yeah, so that, home, to say like... how long ago that was. <laughs> so there, so there, so maybe it's all. Maybe I've, everything I've done is wrong. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's all wrong. If I don't know want. if there's anything sad or not. This will bring me back to the story that originally got us onto this, which okay. is the Brad and Jen story, and and it'll tie into this story as well. And and it's, uh, that's why I'm such a great host of a podcast because I'm able to walk these fine lines and bring everything back to where I want it to be. I don't know if there's anything sadder. The only thing probably sad than than the person who puts the high school reunion together. I feel like that is about. As sad as it gets, the person who's behind getting the, the committee to get whatever it is you have to get together. I feel like that's, I and maybe it's not. Maybe that's me being judgy, but it seems like really just go on with your life and we'll all be fine. If we want to look somebody up, we can Google them if need be. The only thing sadder is what I've been reading a lot about because of this Brad and Jen thing is I'm, I'm seeing a lot of um, b- uh, body body experts um you know they 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 oh like body uh yeah body what are they language body, body language. language experts yeah, yeah. so th- they they hired this paper that i'm currently reading about Brad and Jen they hired a body language expert to study the handhold in the hallway and see if they're going to get back together so this, here comes this body language expert some fucking could you imagine like what makes what uh, based on what are you a body language expert? Like they always say the same thing. Like arms folded means you're alone. Well, no shit. Yeah. And or when you sit and with your knees sideways doesn't mean you're interested. You got to sit forward. Legs crossed. That, I need we get you it. to fucking tell yeah. me that. Like we all kind of know those. Mm-hmm. You know. So the body language expert 
in the Brad and Jen situation says it's actually an it's actually an Oprah magazine. Uh, a body language expert says Brad and Jen have unfinished business. What's important to him is her, according to this body language expert. Now, this is based solely on that picture that we all saw. You mean a man with five kids? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, both the SAG Awards on Sunday, January 18th, the former couple who were married from 1998 to 2004, reunited backstage at the award show. According to a body language expert, the pictures reveal lingering chemistry and affection. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's probably true. They were married to each other. So there was probably at one point some chemistry and affection. So the fact that that's still around does not surprise me, you dumb fuck. It's I know not, people, you, not you, Alex. Yeah, I, know. The body I know people have gone through horrible divorces, and if right. they run into each other at the uh, bar, there's yeah. still a graze of the wrist. It's you know? been 15 years since Brad and Jen divorced, but American clearly, but American clearly, you know, after each uh, winning, everyone's talking about it. A photo snapped by Emma McIntyre for Getty catches Addison and Pitta were married, embracing. Okay, now let's get to the the their bodies tell a story. Are you, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Pitt's eyes crinkled and gleeful where the expression of a man reunited with land after being lost at sea. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. You saw that much in that photo? <laughs> what a fucking weirdo. And um, when was the last time you saw a man shipwrecked get brought home? Like, how do you know what that very, twinkle yeah, looks yeah. like? I, every now and again, it happens. Like, well, some Cuban guy will get you know get steered but, off course. But we find him in a week. Find it's him in not a week, like, yeah. And he doesn't like, look like Brad Pitt when he, we finally find him. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Aniston <laughs> looks like a woman whose husband has just returned from the war. Jeez. Their hands are clasping, reaching, rowing them back for years of time when they were together. Side note, nothing wow. is more offensive to people who've oh, actually... And the, the, her name is Patty Wood, the body language expert. It's always a Patty, says right? Says we're not wrong to jump to the conclusion. Uh, here, oh, she has a book. She's the author of Snap, Making the Most of First Impressions, Body Language and Charisma. Ooh. Pitt and Aniston have a deep connection, she says in this photo. How many stars does that book have on Amazon? <laughs> oh, I- my God. I'm sure it's self-published. Aniston's end. Wood sees a woman who clearly cares for Pitt, but is approaching the interaction with protection. Her expression is a very sincere combination of laughter and tears, Wood says. A contrast with her body position. Her chest sways slightly. She had her chest out, too. I don't know if you saw the video pictures of her in, the, in her outfit, in her SAG Awards outfit. You know, she's very nipply, that Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. She always has been, even in like the Friends days. Mm-hmm. And she was quite nipply again in this uh, dress. Yeah. I don't... She's got body temperature thing, and probably. I've met her many times. I've met her a lot uh, with Chelsea Handler. They were good friends there for a little while. And I've worked with her on a thing called After Lately. And... Um, and she's very sweet and very... Is she nipply in person or is yeah, it... Yeah, she was very nipply in person. And that was my one... T- but I couldn't, of course, because we had like a scene, the two of us together... And she came in and I met her just before we were about to do the scene. I hadn't met her before that. It was no rehearsal or anything like that. She came in and she was wearing a, like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like an olive drab cargo pant and a tight like t-shirt. She looked very cute. Jennifer Aniston. But I, she had uh, the pants. Now maybe this is just me being pervy, but the pants were very tight on her, on her vagina. Region, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say camel toe because it wasn't that, but it was. It was a. It very, was tempting you to look for a camel toe. What? And I, so then, but I, of course, I I was trying to remain professional, and I never really watched Friends, so I wasn't overly starstruck by her. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, and she was a little nipply as well, and just very cute and 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 you know very sweet and nice. But uh, you know, kind of just about the business and didn't give a fuck. She had, she me. was subtle with her nippliness. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, her chest. This is back to the, the uh, expert. Her chest sways slightly from him at the heart. She cares for him, but is protecting her heart connection. Addison's awareness. Okay. So that's that's the relationship expert, the body language expert, uh, weighing in on. Here, here's what I don't like is I think I just made a much more body language expert left that day to go uh, plan her twentieth high school reunion. <laughs> It just said, says that at the bottom of the article. I can't believe it. Same person. 
I think this is what I, I, I honestly, I've already stated this. I wanted them to hook up that night. I hope it happened for both of them. I think they both look great. Yeah. I just don't like the fact that this lady gets paid to bullshit this. I, like, I know. Like, but I just, so many people have that job these days. I, I feel like in the, you know, in this world that we live in now where, where you know, real jobs are kind of going away, like retail and like actual real jobs, that the fake jobs are something that you kind of have to. You have like, to have. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a body. Like I, oh, there was, so, I was, I was, I take this little uh, shuttle bus in LAX. You have to take a shuttle bus now to go get the, your Ubers leaving LAX. And I was coming back from Des Moines, Iowa uh, yesterday, the day before. I've heard that. Are they really writing? T- they're writing tickets now to Uber drivers that aren't they doing that? I don't know. Anyway, it was, it was, it was, fu- it's fine. It was fine. Yeah. But I get on is this kind of a big heavy woman who's talking to some guy who doesn't want to, she's just talking to anybody. And she goes, she goes, she keeps, we're on the little bus. I'm, I'm just eavesdropping. And she goes, oh, I love to travel alone. He's like, oh, okay, great. Oh, yeah. I, most of my travels are alone. And I'm looking, we're all looking at it like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. She goes, I'm a marriage expert. I'm like, what? You spent a lot of time yeah. alone for. Because I'm a marriage <laughs> expert. Uh, I'm trying to get my, my, trying to build up my clientele online. So if, you know, you need any marriage advice. And this guy's like, just trying to get an Uber. He's like, what? Do you think I'm going to get... Oh, yeah. Perfect <laughs> opportunity for me to get my marriage advice from you. Fucking. You know, what should I say to my wife yeah. to really spark things Anyway, up? I thought that was like another one. Like, this is just like a weird fake job mm-hmm. where this woman, it could, you know, can't get anything else. She has no skills. Yeah. Probably an actress that didn't pan out. And I was like, what now? The other one I feel like there's a lot of... Recently, I've noticed I have actually a couple of my good friends who are... In the business and doing fairly well for a little while. Teaching but not comedy classes. Well, that, yeah. That's always, that's always been one. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's actually one, honestly, Alex, there was one point when my shifts were down for me and I had, there was this fleeting thought in my mind, like, hey, I could always do that. Thank God it didn't come to that. Yeah. But I'm not truly ruling it out at this point. No, 100%. Will you teach me how to write a punchline? Absolutely. Chris? I need it. Yes. I'm going to watch you this weekend up at the uh, Tooth and Nail Winery, people. Ooh. Come to the Tooth and Nail Winery if you live in- Smooth uh, plug. Uh, where is it? San, Paso Robles. Paso Robles. San Luis Obispo. It looks gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, but people tell me it's outside of San Luis Obispo. Paso yeah. Robles is like a half hour, 40 minutes away. So Paso Robles, California, is called Tooth and Nail Winery. It's a gorgeous place. We'll be performing in a castle of some sort. Alex, myself, and a friend of ours called Carlisle Forrester, the three of us. I think it's going to be a really fun show. I think you, you, you could sit there and have wine and watch comedy. I think it's the first time they're doing comedy at this place. At this venue, yeah. So, uh, And the tickets are like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. So if you can get them, I would love for you to come because I think these people are really putting a lot of weight on this show because they want it to be successful and they want to have comedy there like once a month and I'm there maiden voyage so if I, I could i don't want to fuck it up for all other comics when you say it i get real nervous yeah well no nobody cares about you they're yeah, gonna see me so yeah, you, you fucking fumble three or five minutes and you can go on with and your I can life go home, yeah yeah i mean all the pressure's on me then i go in the kitchen and eat scraps yeah, off the plate exactly, yeah, exactly. but you're gonna get your own hotel room you know that right yeah. yeah which is very i just want you to know that this is a deal that i've brokered so i want you this is this is not the way it really is in life. Oh, okay? you're totally uh, yes. going to bust my balls. Because I, I am a big giant star. I've worked this out for both you and uh, Carlisle. So don't, don't, I want, don't want you, either one of you to think that this is the way it really is. This is the way it is when you're with Chris Frangiola. Cause he's VI, he's a big, he's a nice <laughs> person. <laughs> Enjoy your Motel 6 while you're up there. Uh, make sure, have, make the best of it. Uh, anyway, where were we? We were talking about... You're talking uh, about... Uh, oh, we, I'm done. Marriage experts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, marriage. Yeah. I'm talking about fake jobs. Yeah, fake and the jobs. other one fake job is oh, that the, I've noticed yeah. is... is, uh, is uh, organizing. That's a big one. Yeah. Now. Organizing. Like, when... I don't have any skill. I think what happens is people eventually realize, all right, maybe whatever business you're in, not just show business, but whatever business, it's not going to pan out. And now you're at the age where, what am I, I've learned a new skill now at fucking 47? Like, what Marketplace now? has moved and now on. I could always fucking straighten up somebody's closet. I know I could stack shoe boxes mm-hmm. like, like nobody's business. So fucking do that. Just organize. Just, I'm a professional organizer. And that market's easy because people are already hiring maids. So it's, right. yeah. You're basically that. Yeah. yeah you're basically you know, an organizer. So uh, I've been seeing a lot of those as well. So organizer, uh, uh, body relation, body expert, marriage counselor. Uh, uh, My favorite is the uh, the people who teach you how to get jobs online, but they don't have a, like their job yeah, is the right, teacher. Right, right, Yeah. I don't I've know. Seen a ton anyway, of that's, those. that's the world we're going to live in now yeah. because more and more jobs are going away each and every day. And 
that's where we're at. But so back to uh, Jen and Brad. Good luck to them both. I think it's. I'm I'm kind of like done with award season, and I don't know if we're, I guess we're. Are there up. any more? Yeah, we had the Oscars, the, the big oh, one. Yeah, this is all one. leading up to the Oscars. So Which, that's the one they shut down Hollywood Boulevard for, right? Like that right. one. Right. This yeah. is the one where they walk. They literally walk over homeless people's tents in their uh, in their four thousand dollar Dolce Gabbana shoes, and then they get into the the arena or event, or whatever, and they get up there like a like a, the guy who's the Joker, um, Joaquin Phoenix. He'll get up there and he'll say, thank you, Hollywood, for finally giving us a vegan option uh, for a meal. And I understand that that is important if you're into that sort of thing. And for, for the environment, I think it's, it's probably important. But this fucking idiot literally walks. Oh, and I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say this. In order for you to get into where they have the Oscars, you're probably walking over a hundred homeless people to get there or moving them out of the way. A whole so, parade of mental or, illness. Or, or, you're, or you're moving them out of the way so the people don't have to see them. Mm. We don't want, God forbid, Jennifer Franson sees a fucking tent on the corner and of Hollywood also, and Highland. I ran a show down there for years. The cops yeah. let them hang out there 360 I don't, days I don't, out I don't, of the year. I think the cops, there's nothing they can do anymore. Yeah, like, but, but yeah. that's what I'm saying is for Oscars, you're going to see like B-roll and there's going to be no tents. And you're going to be like, Alex and Chris are crazy. Right. They move them three oh, days a year. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah they're yeah. down there and they're right. violent and harassing people. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I think that, you know, maybe uh, Joaquin Phoenix should get up there and go, hey man, you know, I, I don't know what the problem is here. I feel like it's getting worse, and I don't know so necessarily know if I have the answer, but somebody, I hope somebody would would look into it because I think there's probably a better way to go about the treatment of human beings than the way we're doing it now. Mm. And vegan food is fine too, but I think we got bigger issues. <laughs> anyway, that's just my fucking. Kit, kit, so if I was to win an Oscar for my role. As myself, and after lately, seven years ago, that would be my stance. Played, we played the work of Pop Smoke before. Yeah, we? we have Pop, Pop Smoke. Smoke. Yeah, Pop Smoke. Uh, Pop Smoke. Uh, he's he he's tried to steal a allegedly transporting a stolen three hundred seventy five dollar Rolls Royce. Uh, was spotted uh, dining in a. In, I guess he got in trouble. He he was using it uh, in a, in a video, mm -hmm. uh, and then he took it. You know, oh. the video shoot was done. And he took it and transported it on a plane to Kennedy Airport and was arrested when he landed for tr trying to transport a $375,000 Rolls Royce. He was later that day seen uh, eating at the Brooklyn Chop House celebrating uh, his release. Uh, we uh, He worked with uh, Travis Scott and Nicki Minaj. Uh, he was with friends C Casanova. He was with Casanova. I am floored by this story. What an idiot. Yeah. And, and he was uh, popping bottles of champagne. At, at a table filled with a porterhouse steaks, salt and pepper lobster, pastrami dumplings, says a spy. And we hear that he left a $1,000 tip. Smoke had reportedly borrowed the luxury car for a music video in California. He has pleaded not guilty to interstate transportation of a stolen vehicle. Of so, a half a million dollar yeah, almost of, piece of, a of property. Yards. So Pop Smoke, is, he just was leaning it awry. Yeah. And I, it's fine. He gave the car back. It's a difference. Thank Jeez. you, Pop Smoke. Anyway, he was having a dinner. You know, he, he was he was eating. Pop Smoke was eating with Casanova. Nice. You, get, you stay. You staying with me? Yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm staying with you. Yeah. So Pop Smoke and Casanova were having Pop Smoke steak. and Casanova were celebrating their yeah. the release. Now this, I'm the reason I'm bringing the story up because Pop Smoke and Casanova were at a eating millions of dollars, uh, hunt thousands of dollars worth of steaks and champagne and leaving thousand dollar tips. This is Pop Smoke and Casanova. This isn't. John Lennon, Paul McCartney. This isn't uh, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Mm -hmm. This isn't anybody with a seven, four, fifty-year career of, of of hits and and you know rights of songs being sold. This is Pop Smoke and Casanova. These are guys who don't have this money. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I I don't know if money is different in music these days. I'm reading about three hundred. So here I'm going to get to another. I'm going to get to another story. Uh, influencer. I forget her name. She's an influencer on Instagram, which is another. It's like it's, it's like another, a person yeah. who 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 does you know organizing. Of oh, you mean she's a girl who does squats. Oh, it, she influenced. She got a pizza delivered to her house yesterday, Domino's or whatever, a couple of days ago, and she left the Domino's driver two thousand seven hundred dollar tip, I believe it was, uh, on a you know eighteen dollar pizza, twenty seven hundred. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm the only asshole who's not making. Thirty million dollars in this town, and I, 
I don't know. Or Snake these oil's people, worth so or much Or these more. people just insane, like, to where they're going to get, eventually it hits the wall. And it always hits the wall. Oh, it yeah. It always does. Look at MC Hammer. A look at anybody. Look at Chris Cross. I mean, one of them's dead, I think, but just, oh, I think Cross <laughs> is dead, but Chris is still alive. Look at Chris. There, it just hits the wall. And you all, and you look back on that and go, God, I should have just given that fucking, I could have given that Domino's driver 20 bucks. And I'm, I don't begrudge anyone a big tip. I was a guy who lived on tips for 20 years of my life. Fuck getting a good one, getting a big one's great. But yeah, but if you get a $2,800, you're like, okay, are you selling blood diamonds? Like, how are you? Yeah. I mean, I used to get guys who gave me like thousand dollar tips here and there. And I just, I just did. It was, I believe in my case, it was like Russian gangsters who were just using stolen credit cards anyway. So yeah. I was like, yeah, they, they left me the thousand dollar tip, but I think it was, that was on somebody yeah, else. Yeah. That was somebody that else's was on Susie tab. Jones from the Midwest. Doesn't even know that card was out there. Yeah. And not you know only that, but like. I don't know. It's you're you're absolutely right. And I have a buddy who works for a um he manages a record label and he was telling me it's still like that. Yeah. People are getting five hundred thousand dollar advances and they're buying four hundred thousand dollar cars. But but, but you know? based on what? Like I the records here the records let's face it, there are no records anymore. They're just a, there's no, no record singles. industry. Not even that. There's no single. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to buy physical no and people with a vinyl, yeah, vinyl. You people buy one vinyl record a fucking year. Streams. That's, yeah. yeah. Streams. Okay, for whatever the case. Maybe. No, I, but I'm there's no, yeah. there's no, there's no fucking palatable money in streaming. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just not. There's no, there's no nothing I, yeah. concrete mm-hmm. here. I found. I feel the same way about even c- commercials on TV. Like these shows I'm on, some of these shows that I'm on, like the ratings are not what they what television all across television. It's just not the same. Ratings aren't the same. So how are they? How is the money still there for? You know Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon on in this fucking TV show they're on. Like, there's no way as many people are watching this that then watch Friends. Not even close. No. If they're getting a hundred thousand people to watch it, it, they're fucking over the moon. So, ha- so Pepsi now goes to this show and goes, I don't want to spend twenty million dollars to put my commercial on this because in front of five thousand people, five thousand people are yeah. watching. Yeah. So, where I don't know where the money's coming from. Touring, I understand, but. You have to tour like fucking the Rolling Stones tour. Yeah. You got to do the Rose Bowl. You got to sell thousands of and tickets. And do Dodger Stadium. And do, but those are, the, those are the only old guys. The old guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. Those are fucking Pop, Pop Smoke's, Smoke's not, not doing Dodger yeah. Stadium. Pop Smoke's doing House of Blues. Hey, yeah. Sure, exactly. Or maybe even a little bigger, but that's about right. Two, yeah. 5,000 seats. Pop Smoke's not doing fucking Dodger Stadium. not doing Stadium. arenas. No. That's why they keep digging up the Eagles and fucking yeah. Rod Stewart For 750 bucks a ticket. Yeah, like they're like, yeah. the, the, poor Billy Joel, like, get back on that fucking stage. We need a stadium tour this year. Yeah. They dug Molly Crew. That fucking one guy on Molly Crew, Mick Mars, his his, his veins are his spine. Collapsing. His spine has fused together. This guy's got some weird disease where his spine has turned into basically a metal rod. Think Mar- he is he the drummer? Fucking, no, he's the he's a bass, bass player. Okay. No, not bass player. No, Nikki Six. Nikki yeah. Six bass player. But he literally, literally can't fucking move. And they and they fucking got him back out there this summer in a big tour, big uh, reunion. I think I heard tour. somewhere that Nikki Six is the one with all the right. Like he wrote that stuff, right? He Nikki made Six the money. Wrote most of stuff. Yeah, 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 for yeah, that exactly. dude. Yeah, I mean, but he's going back out. They're they're back out. Yeah, so, they're always back out. I don't know. You know who's you know who doesn't want to be back out? Madonna. Madonna's out there. She's touring. Small like smaller venues. I think I think it was her choice to do smaller venues. I think she could do big if she wanted to. Yeah. But she chose to do like more intimate. Uh and she's been canceling a lot of them lately. I believe she's canceled nine so far. You think but, it's low uh, numbers or just health? No, I think she's I think she's, you know, I Over think she's it. Madonna and probably a little like Let's face it, we all go through it, especially as performers, when you're sitting there relaxing and shows at 7.30 and it's now 20 after 6 and you're like, fuck, the last thing I want to do is go do fucking comedy or whatever yeah. business you're in. Even if everybody who has a regular job, you're like, I do not want to go to work today. And I think Madonna's Madonna and she's like, no, I, you know what? Not today. I'm canceling it. I'm going to sit and watch, you know, 
I can only the, sing the Beautiful Stranger one more time. So Madonna canceled. Uh, uh, she just canceled recently this week. She canceled 45 minutes before showtime. I guess some of the other cancellations have been days in advance. So people, but this one was uh, the eighth show she scrapped on her Madonna uh, Madame X tour, world tour. According to reports Monday, ticket holders were sent an email at 745 Sunday that the material girl, I can't believe they still call her the material girl. <laughs> like that, Jesus She's Christ, like, like 70. I know, like Jesus, I did one fucking song in 19. 1984, still, still the material girl. Like I've had 9,000 hits. That's yeah. the one you cling to. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. The material girl would not be performing in Portugal's capital, Lisbon, uh, where she was due to take the stage 45 minutes later. The BBC said, sorry, I had to cancel tonight, but I must listen to my body and rest. That's all. Yeah. What, do you have cancer? What is well, that's like what a lot of old people say. Eventually, yeah, like she is 63 and I got to listen to my, like, I need rest. Lisbon, Portugal, no, I'm good. Like she probably is not gonna cancel LA because there'll be it'll be a lot of people here to see her. But Lisbon, Port, like some of those shows, you're like, do I need to play? She's like, do I need to play for Des Moines, Iowa, like yeah. I did last week, like a fucking decent person in the middle of a blizzard, twenty five below zero. <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa, was twenty five below zero, mm -hmm. and a few people came to the show because it was twenty five below zero and a blizzard, and we actually canceled Friday's show and barely were able to do Saturday's show. So the people who did come. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. I don't know what you were thinking, leaving your home, but I appreciate being there. Thank you, Des Moines, for having me in the middle of the most horrific weather I've ever been a part of. So it was nice. Anyway, that won't be happening up at the Tooth and Nail Winery Tooth in Paso Robles, Robles, California, next this Saturday. We Go were come. talking about it, uh, my girlfriend and I, last night about... Like when people cancel shows. Don't be shows. shocked by that, everybody. He just say, just say girlfriend. I know every week it's something different, but this it's currently- It's changed one currently time. Currently, it's girlfriend. So, no, you, so heard it. you heard it. We were talking about that last night because, like, so I'm Colorado, I guess. Tiffany Haddish has done that a few, like a couple times where she didn't show. Yeah. And like well, yeah. last minute and like people are at the club to see her. And it's like at what, uh, you know, like at some point you have to hold the people- the entertain like we were talking about is it on the club to reimburse these people or is it like what is the at what point I think do you yeah. hold at what point do you hold these entertainers responsible like hit them up on if if Madonna's canceling hit her up you know what I mean like, I'm sure they do yeah. oh my god I'm sure Bother I mean I get Instagram. I get I get people you know I posted a picture today as a matter of fact on my Instagram because my friend Fortune Fiends through you know one of my dearest friends and I we work together a lot on some different projects the last couple of years and she has a new Netflix special coming out called uh, it's actually coming out we're, we're shooting this taping this on Tuesday so it's out tonight you can watch it when you re, when you listen to this podcast Thursday uh, it's called Sweet and Salty and it's Fortune it's it's an hour of Fortune's Netflix and it's great I, I, I've watched her work on it this past year and it's fantastic you'll love it so I put a thing on Instagram saying hey my friend Fortune's got a special coming out check it out and there's a picture of the two of us on a I beach it's a beautiful picture yeah it's a beautiful picture and a picture of us in Brazil uh, for the thing that we shot uh, together and uh, some fucking bitch writes on underneath this thing after I write a nice thing I'm just trying to be nice to my friend and promote her her thing a little bit because her dog's sick and she says I'm gonna have trouble promoting. Can you help out? Absolutely. So I might do something. And somebody writes the best. Uh, your Botox and your um, what do they call fake teeth? Uh, uh, veneers. Veneers. She goes. Your veneers and your Botox were a good choice. To now, you or to Fortune? To me. Okay. Fortune. How dare you? <laughs> to me. So, I. I now. As a guy who sees me up close, you could tell I obviously don't have either Botox nor veneers because my teeth are good in pictures. They look good in pictures because yeah. the flash cube makes them, or whatever flash, flash cube, I'm, so real, I'm really dating myself there. You know, fl flat, the, the flash. The digital flash. <laughs> the digital yeah. flash makes your, my teeth brighter and yeah. whiter. And that's just the that's way it's supposed fuck. to do. That's the way the world works. Yeah. I can't, what can I tell you? That's how it happens. And as far as Botox... 
That picture was taken from fucking 75 feet away. You look at me up close. I mean, especially when I don't get sleep coming off a plane, I look like Cloris Leachman. I mean, I mean, I, there's certainly no boat. And I'm, once again, I've said this before, I'm not ruling it out. I will fucking probably sometime. But at this point, I'm, I just sometimes look better than others when I've gotten per the proper rest and drank enough water. Shit looks good for 50 fucking almost four years old. 54. That's it. I, I did uh, Heather's podcast, Juicy Scoop, that came out today. And uh, we talk about... Your teeth looked horrible in that video. They might have. I don't know. They and did. We, and we talked about... Not complimenting uh, <laughs> you anymore. <laughs> we talked. So she posted a picture of me, her, and Chelsea Hanlon. We got together with Chelsea uh, yesterday, the day before. And we had, neither one of us had seen Chelsea in a long time. We had a, you know, a lot of fun. Great time. Um, and some fucking guy writes underneath that picture. He writes, uh, two uglies and a beauty. You're the beauty, Heather. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck you. Like, here I am. It's just a nice picture somebody posted. I didn't even post it. Heather posted Of the three of us. Two. And I got to hear you're fucking ugly. Where were we? We were, were on something before People talking that. shit about your Botox that you. No, but I don't have it, you oh, dick. shit. So here's. No, what I was saying was we were talking about like, somebody. How dare getting you? I get my I get this Botox in Malibu, you piece of shit. No, I don't. I don't. If I'm I kidding. was going to get it, I would get it on Groupon because I get most of my stuff on Groupon. Oh, I, I got a Groupon massage the other day. This is this is a tragic story, and it should be a lesson to all people Did about, it, about locking doors. This would be a, this would be a lesson <laughs> on locking doors. So I did, I went to get a facial. I love that. That's my favorite thing in the world, facial. And about once every month, I'll do it. Just you know, tighten my shit up. That's why I look so fucking good. Dude. And some facials are better than others. You know, some people do the whole fucking suck out of your pores and moisturizing and steaming. And it's and it's just a nice day. You just feel good after yourself. So I do that. So I go to do one. It's in like uh, the valley where I live. And it's, it's a woman who's got like a little studio, a little facial studio. A tiny, like tiny. It's like one room where, with the you know bed in it that you lie down, and she does all the things. But she does many things. Independent business. Thank you. Yes. She does many things. She does facials. She does uh, waxing. I would imagine. Think all the things. Probably that laser you, hair. All yeah. that shit. Okay. She's a beauty expert. There you go. Thank you, Alex. So I am. Uh, I am going in. So I got about two o'clock appointment. I go walking up uh, to her door. Now I don't know. If she has a one studio thing. I don't know. If it's one room. And my my appointment's at two o'clock, and it's two o'clock. I'm doing I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. There's no receptionist. There's no okay. Go back to the back room. Once I open this door, now I didn't notice that time. I'm in the room. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You stay. You with me mm -hmm. so far? So now I'm thinking it's two o'clock. I'm doing. I'm this is what I'm supposed to do. So I open the door, and I push it open, and there's a woman on her hands and knees on the table that I'm going to get my facial on. She's, she doesn't see me. Her, she's, her face is the other way, but she's on her hands and knees with her ass in the air being, you know... Um, lasered. La lasered. Uh, uh, the, Bleached. No, no. The, the other one, the... <laughs> waxed. Like, waxed, thank you. Okay. Waxed. Primitive technology. You could have... I know, but I walk in and I see it and the, the woman who's doing it, the woman who's about to do my face, goes, oh my God, so I'm sorry, not yet, not yet, and shuts the door. But I had already gotten an eyeful. And this poor woman who was on her hands and knees with her ass in the air getting <laughs> whacked, must have been, she, so she, mortified. she moved like, what, who the fuck just walked in when I couldn't be in a worse position? Thankfully, I did not see her face, she did not see my face. So it, it, we'll never have to, we'll never know did you cross each other on the way no, out? No, or were you like, I, I'm going to wait I, my car, just text me. I walked me. out of the building. I felt so terrible. I walked out of the building and like down the street. I didn't come back to get my facial for like 45 minutes because I, I wanted to make sure we would never cross paths again. And <laughs> I went back in and, and got the face. But it was so, I felt so horrible for both of us. But I don't blame myself. I showed up for an appointment and the door was not locked. Mm -hmm. That was not my fucking bad. Mm -hmm. But every time you come here. Doors locked, right? That's just it is every yeah, single that's a good time. Point. Yeah, but and, and nobody's getting no one's waxed even in here. here. Yeah. No, we're not waxing assholes here. I'm not pulling scrotum out. But good for her for getting her asshole waxed. You know, it's an important thing because people these days, like I said, I you know I've talked about it in the past. People like to go down there and eat it and you know do shit to it and stuff like that. So it's a um, party. Yeah, it's a party. It's a party. 
Uh, because so, this wasn't our funniest episode, day, I figured we'll, we'll, do a, we'll, we'll do a little Quinn. My this girl's is, cooking up a storm in the kitchen. Here's some Quinn porn for you guys. I thought it was a fantastic a episode. Audio-visual porn. Anyway, I come in. Just audio. All audio. audio. Yeah, no visual. What's cooking, baby? Oh. It smells delicious. Oh, thank you. Yeah, she's just cooking she up She tells me she's making a pasta sauce. I'm making a pasta sauce, yeah. What kind? Mm-hmm. I offered to help. Oh, it's yeah, just an Alfredo. I, I know. I put some pasta on the boil. Yeah, could you put some pasta on the boil? Mm-hmm. I was like, so, what? I put the kettle on. Thank you. And thank while you. I'm waiting for it to boil... I just slide in behind her while she's uh, cooking. Oh, listen, it's a little dangerous right here. There's a very small I'm kitchen, and I have a hot, very hot pot in front of me. Can you not slide behind me like that? Then, Thank you. A little warning would be nice. Smelling her hair. Uh, yeah, okay, please. I'm trying to cook. Neck. Thank you with the hair smelling. I don't know if I like that. Please, no. Thank you. Oh, what are you... Listen, I'm trying to have a pasta meal. I look, I worked all goddamn day. I don't need you smelling she my hair. Excited. And, and you, you got a kettle on here. She you get you get your kettle boiling. Excuse me, what did you just say? <laughs> All right, now. No, I'm not feeling very patient. Well, but listen, I don't dinner care. Dinner is almost ready. We have to eat. Now. I don't care about your pay. You I'll start cooking the pasta. You can, I feel like you're saying pasta weird. It's you're saying pasta. It's pasta. We're it's just a pasta. Each other naughty glances the whole time. Oh, I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. She knows what I want. What? I know what you I want. Yeah. Do you know what I want? Do you have any idea what I want? I would like some more we bide our time. pasta, as you say, <laughs> fucking weirdo. I just want to go to bed. I Listen, I've had a long day. Ready. We're still Slide cooking this fucking pasta? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is the longest. Like, what are you going to get to it? It's foreplay. Dude, take your cock out already, Englishman. What? I mean... This guy's, and I'm cooking the pasta, pasta. <laughs> Wait. Okay, are they going to get to some action? I don't know. This is so gross when he does, because yeah. obviously he's doing... He's Their not, microphones are way too good. They're way too hot, right? Yeah, yeah we, and, and he's, yeah, Ugh. what is he sucking on, a peach or some shit? She puts the food down to a low heat. Uh, they're still at the stove. <laughs> this has been going on for 10 minutes. This is like a cooking show. Oh, now he's doing that gross noise again. What is he sucking Sounds like on? a cricket. What do you got in your mouth? What are you doing? Oh, is that sexy to anybody? Is that the pasta? <laughs> it's the pasta. He's eating the pasta. <laughs> the kettle. Oh my! Now what? Now this poor fucking Englishman's probably sitting in his shitty apartment somewhere, sucking on you know whatever the. Gets another email from his yeah. agent. Got yeah, another right. Quinn job. Yeah, got He's another like, Quinn job for you. This one's about cooking pasta. I lift up her dress. Now finally, get to it. And I go down on her. Ah oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. Telling her it's time for my start. <laughs> what he say? It's time for my stalker, like an appetizer. Uh, said, yeah, her, her pussy, Alex, uh, is an appetizer. Right. You get that one going, right? Oh my god, this is fascinating. I know we've played it now through. Maybe I'm maybe I'm beating this to death, this Quinn thing. But now I want to know if anybody, because we've played now three or four of these, if there's anybody who's actually gone to Quinn and been somewhat turned on by listening to this. Because maybe it's a female thing. Maybe it's a woman or, or more visually, sti- I mean, audio, audio, audible stimulation. And I feel like porn is made more visually for men. They're zooming in saying. on women a lot. So, so maybe I'm I'm making fun of this, but maybe some women are like, this is hot as maybe shit. Maybe it's filling a void. Yeah, maybe like this guy making gurgly you know, like noises with his spit is hot to them. And mm. past them. Well. He's still down there. Oh, oh yeah, brother! Making out with her pussy. That's right. That's right. Let me get underneath, underneath it. That's right. Make out with that pussy there. That's all right. That's all right. I like that. 
you make it sound like Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we had enough. Quick. All right, we're good. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for letting. We I, this podcast we weren't really being funny because I'm fucking tired, man. I've been doing Des Moines and. And, and then we had a thing for Chewy. We had like a, a memorial for How was Chewy. That? It was really good. We, it was good. really nice. And we talked about a lot of- Oh, is that why you saw podcast. Chelsea? Yeah, I was at Chelsea. Nice. Uh, and it was really nice. So, and and then I had to do that. And it's been a, it's been a ride, you know, the past couple of days have been a bit of an emotional ride. A lot going on. Anyway, here we are. We're back. And uh, so that's it. That's why we're, you know, a little, and it's a little short on stories. So I gave you- more Quinn, which anytime I could fucking do Quinn. Oh my God. Oh, this, this, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow starting in her own show now with this goop. Have you seen this? It's called the goop lab. You know, she's got this website goop and I know people shit on her about it all the time to make fun of the product she has on there. She has a candle, you know, smells like a vagina. We talked about that, but I mean, honestly, it sounds like she's fucking making a fortune on this stupid thing. Yeah, she's staying relevant. Everything people are talking hot. about her more than I ever. I know, and she doesn't have to go out there and do stupid movies where she's got to be on set for you know three months in some remote location. Better than a sits, car insurance sits commercial. Sits in her house and fucking you know hawks these these wares that are very expensive. Pussy so, scented candles. And one of these, that she does, she has a pussy yeah. scent. And one of these. Um, episodes i guess i don't know what's, what network is going to be on she gets a she gets a blood facial episode four gwyneth paltrow has her own blood injected into her face during a vampire blood facial i didn't need that because i walked in and saw a woman's asshole one foot from my face and i was going to get i wasn't gonna get a blood facial but i was so embarrassed by what i had seen my blood rushed to my face and i felt as if i had had a blood facial when i saw that woman's asshole inches from my face Oh, here's an article. See, well, like I always tell you, we do the, uh, we give you the news before the news. Uh, Forty-seven and two two months is the most depressing time in your life. Forty-seven to two months is turns out turning forty-seven is the worst age you can be, but unless you're Gwyneth Paltrow, who can get a vampire blood facial. Let's wrap it up here with some songs. Thank you all for listening to. Uh, Cover to cover this week. Oh, this is a good story. Let's end with a nice story, and then we'll get to some songs. Abused circus animals have arrived in a South African sanctuary. Twelve tigers and five lions have been relocated to a sanctuary in South Africa after being rescued from circuses in Guatemala following years of abuse and confinement. The animals, both cubs and adults, are among 200 that have been rescued from the circus industry in Guatemala or Peru, Bolivia, Colombia since 2018. The countries have banned the use of animals in circuses. So here's these animals now. They've been they've been in circus. They've been in show business their whole lives, you know? And now they're out in a nice sanctuary in South Africa. And it's nice. Every time, you know, uh, they hear a horn, like a, they, they, it's a clown horn, they freak the fuck out. Like, what the hell is that? Clown's going to come. So it, it is nice that they're... But now is there one for me? Like, I'm a guy who's basically a circus animal. For, you know, not so many... Words. I'm a, more mm-hmm. or less a circus animal. You know, uh, I'll be th- this this week Saturday. I'll be doing my circus act at, at the uh, at the Tooth and Nail Winery in Paso Robles, California. But it's no different than what's happened to these um, these lions and these and these and tigers in Guatemala. You know, they were beaten. But in a way, when some gay guy goes, "You're ugly" on Instagram, is that any different than getting hit by a stick? You know. That like a like a tiger is that any is that any different when some bitch goes hey nice Botox and veneers you fucking queer that any different than getting than getting zapped by a, I don't by think a so at all prod no yeah so where's my sanctuary where 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 do I go when I leave to twenty five degree below zero Des Moines Iowa where will Chris be <clears> in three weeks that's you know where I try to go Alex where I try to go to uh, get a facial and what happens I walk in the door. And there's a, a woman's widespread asshole. Widespread. It was, because that you got to get was in it there. panic? You got to get in there. <laughs> you know, the only thing that was missing from that this woman's asshole being spread open? That English guy behind her cooking pasta. Cooking pasta. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I get right up there, and I open the door, and there was an asshole right in my face. What I decide to do? I decided to say, it's time for me appetizer. And I got down there and made tongue love to her asshole. Real good. That's right. I wasn't even supposed to be there. I had a 
Groupon facial. It was normally $120. I got it for $60. And probably, that's probably why I walked in and somebody's asshole getting waxed because if I would have paid a full price, she would have been gone already. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. Come see Alex and I up at Paso Robles, California this Saturday. We'll be at the, uh, you've heard, you've heard. You, uh, you ready for your you. first song this week? I got something <clears throat> for you. I hope, I, wanna, I hope it's who I think it is. I uh, I want to give you the song that Pop Smoke stole that that's, car for. That's exactly what I was going to ask you, you for. for. You nailed it, Alex. I got it. Here it is. This is the Pop Smoke. Welcome to the party with Pop Smoke. This is Pop Smoke, and this, he had a $350,000 Rolls Royce in this video that he just drove away in. This is Baby, welcome to the party. I'm off the mighty That's why I'm over retarded. Pop smoke. Oh, he's oh, he retarded? You can, you say, can that? say that? How do I can say that anymore? I hit the boy up and then I go skate a Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. Bitch, I'm a duck. Get me lit. Gun on my head. Pop smoke. Jennifer Anderson, Brad Pitt. Baby. Get back together. America wants it. Congratulations to the Tigers and the, and the Lions that are that have been rescued. I love. I hate to see animals being abused, so I'm happy that they are free. To the lady whose asshole I saw, uh, I, I apologize. I, I it wasn't even my fault, and I apologize. And I, uh, you look, you look at you had a nice asshole. If that's any consolation, uh, but I don't. I, I hope we never. I hope nothing like that ever happens to any of us ever again. Both ends. Your end, your way of being exposed and my way of seeing it. He's saying retarded a lot. Yeah, he gets away with it. Yeah. No, he's saying welcome to the party. Why is he saying retarded? Who's retarded? Someone at the party or? I think retarded means like it's crazy. Oh, yeah. it's, oh it's that it's kind lit. of retarded? Yeah, I think it's a good so retarded. So it's not actually a mentally retarded person at the party. I don't know. Retarded changes hands a lot. Yeah, it has in the past. But I didn't. I thought we comp- we decided we're not going to use it at all anymore at I all. I thought we were there too. And then yeah. Pop Smoke. Pop I mean, Smoke he does a lot of it. things you're not supposed to well, do. Pop Smoke's a fucking left a thousand dollar tip. Yeah. He could fucking say retarded all he wants. He's immune. Oh, he just right. said the N word too. Oh, he this said song. that a couple times. Yeah, well, I mean, that is craziness. What's next? <laughs> I'm not even surprised this guy stole that car anymore. No, he just he, he's, way he, he doesn't play by the rules. Liberally uses obviously. the word retarded. Yeah. All right. Wasn't that wasn't that the originally the original title of the song from by the Black Eyed Peas? Let's get it started. Let's get retarded. It yeah, wasn't that yeah. what the original title yeah. of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get retarded in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They it's Let's get they retarded in that. here. That's Pop Smoke, everybody. Pop Smoke's getting retarded at a party somewhere, and he's that's it. That's but you know, I like I said last week, we're gonna we 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 found we found a treasure trove of sad songs from the seventies and eighties, and there's just some sad ones. And if you read the lyrics, and this is one of the this is one of the sadder ones. I have a top twenty saddest songs of the seventies, and last week we played uh, Diary from Bread, and it, and we realized just how sad that was. And this is another one, and it you know it has this this one's sad on many levels because the lead singer of the band was a brother and sister act of the Carpenters. Karen Carpenter died of uh, bulimia. She had a Ooh. she was one of the very few early on early before we really knew about about um, eating disorders. Karen Carpenter was the first one to die of bulimia or anorexia, whatever. I I don't know the difference really, but I think it was anorexia. And this is anyway. Let's hear it real nice and loud and okay. Now, once again, I stress this hit song, radio number one chart hit. Depressing as shit. <laughs> Talking to myself and feeling old. Sometimes I, I like to quit. I totally Nothing agree. To Everything about this song says it just life sucks. Life sucks. Nothing to do but Raiders on Mondays always get me down. So what do I try to do when I'm down? I try to cook pasta, you know. I try to put on a pan in the house. I boil some water. <laughs> you got what I was doing. It's gonna yeah. be yeah. And there, and I, I try to. And who comes fucking crawling up behind me while I'm putting my pasta? This fucking sloppy, saliva mouth English guy. 
Nah, and he's like, hey, oh, let me have, let me have my starter. Next thing you know, he's eating my asshole, and I'm trying to just be fucking depressed for a night and have some pasta. <laughs> so what is she saying? Oh, she goes walking around. I'm some kind of lonely clown. <laughs> Alex doing the gross, <laughs> being sloppy the, mouth being sound. The pasta yeah. maker. Pasta. That's the brother. He, he didn't really do much. The carpenter brother. He just says. Did she pass when away he, when they were big? Oh yeah, they were. They were in the height. Not yeah. It was. They have some great songs. Hanging around, nothing to do but frown. Rainy days and Mondays always. Get, now this is a fucking. She comes to the record executive, and this is the seventies. They let some shit happen. He's like, I was reading the article. You say hanging around, nothing to do but frown. You sure that's true when I released that? It's like, yeah, because mm -hmm. that's kind of bad for your sad. image. Yeah, nothing else to do but frown. That's what I have to do today. What do you have to do today, Karen Carpenter? I, I, today I'll be frowning most of the day. It's nice. It's a nice song. It is like, which that's sax ended very it abruptly. It does say run and find the one who loves you. Now there's a lot of. See, if you're feeling like Karen Carpenter is, there's a lot of ways these days you could just go on, you know, uh, Qu what is that thing called? Quinn. Quinn, and you could just listen to that guy mm -hmm. and get turned on by it. Get around, nothing to do but frown. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. That was written by Paul H. Williams and Roger S. Nichols. It wasn't even written by Karen Carpenter. And, you know, these two fucking depressing fucks decided, hey, Karen, we wrote this song for you. She's like, it, what? But I got, all I'm going to do is walk around and frown? I'm like, yeah. Pretty I much. No wonder <laughs> she couldn't eat singing songs like that. That that's, 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 that's gets you depressed. Anyway, that's it, everybody. We had a good time. Uh, we, you know, we, we talk. We talk for an hour. And that's sometimes what this podcast is. We, we go down roads that we don't know we're going to go down. And we talk and we hammer it out. And we, we talk about things that are important and not important. And, and that's opinions, you know. I mean, what are podcasts in the end? But just some people fucking yapping about opinions. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you think I'm ugly. Maybe you think I'm Botox. Maybe you think I have veneers. I don't give a fuck. I don't. There's no, you can't take anything from me anymore. There's nothing to take. You don't like the fact that I'm that I, I'm homophobic or, or racist or whatever the fuck you people think I am? Good. I don't give a fuck. I will move to Nashville and raise goats. I don't need it anymore. I am hanging around. I've got nothing to do but frown. You motherfuckers. Rainy days on Mondays always get me down. That's all I have to say. Thank you. We'll see you at the Paso Robles Winery. And, uh, and then I'm coming to Fort Worth and a bunch of other places. Then I got to go to Amsterdam and, and, and Madrid and all over the world. So fucking world traveling. World traveling. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Keep up. Keep spreading the fucking word. Enough is enough. I know I have the solid core. I know you people. I meet you all after the shows. I got you guys. I love you. We have a great time. I love seeing you after shows. But you got to spread it a little further than that. You're all wonderful. You know who I'm talking about. You know the you know the six seven hundred I have, thousand whatever two thousand. Yeah, I, I need it bigger. All right. So you guys got to tell your friends. And I know some of them go, oh, I don't know about. It. I didn't like it. He he's mean. He's mean. He's mean to. You British. need new friends. What I mean? Why am I mean? What what you can say the most horrific things about about Kelly Dodd, but I'm fucking mean because why? What what am I doing that's so fucking mean? Alex, tell me. Nothing. Thank you. But you've Thank heard you. my act, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm Alex not a good talks about abortions. <laughs> anyway. Not very rarely. Yeah. Uh, love you all. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.